Hey guys, and welcome back to Get Into It, where we do just that. I'm Ambry. And I'm Jordan Rice. And today we are going to be discussing a topic that was introduced on a viral TikTok. Um, the TikTok creator was at not.chichi. And she basically said, as a Black girl who grew up in a predominantly white area, being around other Black girls is so intimidating. There was a big response uh, to this. So some of the people who saw the video were identifying with her saying they understood and they got exactly what she meant other people were saying no like we're all black people it shouldn't be intimidating like it's probably just your circumstance that's intimidating you and there's other people who like Mm -hmm. did not understand what she was talking about at all like at all and were kind of a little bit judgmental but that's okay uh so we're gonna talk about it seeing as we are black girls from predominantly white spaces right in the same we in the same boat so (laughs) every because uh, you saw this, we both saw this TikTok. Our for you pages in that sense yeah. are pretty much the same. Uh-huh. That sense only, lol. <laughs> uh, so, what did you think when you first saw this? I knew where she was coming from, and I, I like that she didn't use the word fear. Like she didn't say that she feared the other black girls. She said she was intimidated, which I think is a is a really it's a great word choice because that's really how you feel sometimes. It's I feel like if you're in, if you enter a situation where you might be unfamiliar with whoever you're talking to, there's there's always going to be like a sense of intimidation, I guess. Like you don't want to come off as less than yourself. Um, so I I did like the word choice of intimidating instead of fear because it was if she said that she feared the other black girls, and then that would call into question like, girl, why you fear black black people? But yeah, that's that's kind of how I, how I viewed that question that she asked. I understood 100% what she meant. So like we know like everyone knows listening we grew up in a predominantly white space but my parents made the conscious effort to put me in spaces surrounding you know with black people around there so I could have that experience and that culture connection type thing and because I was always like intimidated because they all like know the same songs they know the same music they the same thing but they know the same (laughs) videos they had similar humor. They all watched the same movies. And I was like, I know none of those things. And I felt othered, not by their actions, right. but by Ooh. the way I was feeling, which I think is a very important Heavy distinction to make right. because nobody, well, it came later, but nobody initially was like, you're so white. That came right. later. It did come, but um, it did. That's not the reason why I felt uncomfortable. I felt uncomfortable because of my own insecurities that I was projecting onto them. Exactly. So I think that's a very important distinction to make. Um, but as I got around more black people, commonly, I kind of developed that code switch thing. Um, they still call me white. Like they're like, "Oh, Jordan, you just hang out with the white folks." Like blah blah blah. blah, blah. Mm-hmm. Um, but it doesn't bother me, and I'm no. I don't think I'm intimidated anymore. I just kind of accept that we just come from different backgrounds yeah <laughs> that yeah. was a lot my story is pretty similar to that like again I pretty much grew up you know just like Jordan away from black folks so whenever oh. I was uh, surrounded by the black community so that also includes my family so when right. I right so when I go back home my family um we're we're me and Jordan are both from Mississippi. Um, but when I go Jordan's from Georgia. My mom's from Mississippi. Oh no, yes, they make that. But listen, everyone that's from Mississippi, especially 
oh Jackson. My mom's from Jackson. Our whole family's and they're like, we from Jackson, Mississippi. Da 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 da. And I'm like, okay. Yeah. But like, yeah, so when I, <laughs> so when I visit my family, it's kind of it's just a, a it's an adjustment. Like it's hard to explain because I said not they're they're my family. Like I don't feel any type of like I don't know animosity. I, yeah, that's the word. Like malice or any type of anything ne- negative. Super super negative. It's more so just like I don't want to say the word discomfort, but I know that I am. I was raised in a different environment, so I am. I say things differently. Like it's just I don't know. And my measure of blackness is kind of been limited to media because like I, I've mm. I've only really been you know <laughs> surrounded by white people so I my 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 imagery of blackness has changed it you know what I'm saying besides my parents but like I was forgetting what it meant to converse with black people all the time and mm-hmm. I don't know if that, if that makes sense but like I was limiting myself to yeah like con- consuming black media which is riddled with stereotypes which is riddled with all sorts of nonsense so when because I because it's not around, created by black people most of the time yes. back then yeah so when I came around my family especially when I was like younger younger so like not not really anymore because you know I'm grown now but <laughs> <laughs> but when I was little it was kind of it was hard I just always had that in my back of my mind and it was just it was a it was a time it's like you're hyper conscious of the fact that even though we're the same we like both people in the situation like in terms of my family like they know that I live around white folks and I know that they know that so it's kind of just like a they I, and it's nothing on them not to put anything on them because I I think the whole purpose for me feeling that way and identifying with her is because I felt that way not necessarily exactly. that other people made me feel that way um and the people who were like you know but we're all black and you know it's you know it's that same thing that camaraderie yes but no because like Ambry said that measure of blackness Right. It's put on us by white people and it's put on us by black people. So figuring out what you, where you lie on that measure, that socially constructed measure that does not exist, Mm -hmm. but we all innately know exactly what I'm talking about. If you're a person of color, you know what I'm talking about. Just insert your race there. Right. And I've just, I've, if you grow insecure about your blackness and how you express it when you're around, when you're not around black people, because you're unsure if you're just subscribing to what the white masses are wanting you to do. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Cause you, you, you assimilate of sorts you when you're, to. when you're in this, yeah. When you're in this environment. And so it's like, you're, you're kind of, I don't want to say you're leaving your blackness behind, but it's kind of like this, it's kind of like two separate identities forming. So you have your your identity where you're interacting with your classmates and stuff like that. And you have your identity where, you know, when you come home, how do you speak? How do you converse with your parents? And how do then you do all these another layer, how you interact with people who are in your same age range, but not of your family. Because right. that whole thing, like, yeah, our parents are Black. We're still being raised by Black people. people but it's yes. different because we're not having that daily interaction with Black people our, in our generation who converse differently than my parents are telling me they're coaching me basically raising me on how to navigate living in a white world going to a white school so they're equipping me with that sort of blackness like the history and uh, the 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 wokeness that type of thing right if that's that's one aspect of being black that was addressed and i'm very confident in that it's everything else <laughs> that i was like <laughs> 
I was very weary of it's just such a hard situation to kind of talk about speaking specifically when I was younger because again I want to reiterate I'm not like this anymore or at least I'm I'm not allowing these type of like negative thoughts to um, control mess you. my interactions yeah. yeah so when I was little and just like middle school-ish capable um I I when I when I found black people in my predominantly white space it was like let me hold on to you for dear life and <laughs> understandably and understandably so yeah but even then, even in doing so, even initiating that conversation, I was mad nervous because I thought that like I I was I'd grown out of touch, you know, like mm-hmm. it was it's so stupid because I'm like, oh, maybe it's not even like I thought they were going to speak a different language or something like that. It was more so like I felt like I couldn't relate to them, even though I am full, like 100 percent still black, still chilling. But I feel like I lost something you know like yeah. I feel like I didn't have the experience to back up a conversation with another black person which is which so is, I, it is oh and we say it and it sounds dumb but like because okay so like I said earlier I was since I was maybe like six I was in arts programs around black people my age and stuff so I kind of got that socialization socialization there so by the time I was like 13 and stuff I was way more comfortable I was no longer intimidated because they had broken me in I guess but mm-hmm. my brother um, didn't really, I mean, yeah, he did stuff with other black people, but it wasn't as heavily focused as it was with me for some reason. Not to judge my parents or anything, but it just this is not how it worked out for him. And so when he was planning on going to colleges and my parents were like HBCUs, historically black college universities, um, he was like, no, <laughs> like, no. Mm-hmm. And they were like so confused because my parents, my mom was from Jackson, Mississippi, a very black place. My dad was right. from California, um, Oakland, and like there were white people around there, but like more white people in ja- than in Jackson, but like still not, it's not what we grew up in. Yeah. And so my brother was having a hard time explaining to my parents that he feels not black. Like in the sense of like, he's like you said, not being able to relate to them not being able to have a conversation right. where it's comfortable. Like you, you feel like I have to impress these people. I have to make them view exactly. me a certain way. I'm not with the music. I'm not with the the slang. I'm not with the, the, the culture, the vibe, the dress, the fashion, like all that stuff. And he was like, I, 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 I don't want to put myself in that situation. And, <laughs> and I knew that they didn't get it because I've never experienced what we've gone through. They, they went from all yeah. black to white we are going from all white and to thrust yourself in all blackness. Mm-hmm. That's a very sad to say, terrifying thing to think about Thanks, yeah. because you know how people talk. <laughs> um, and then he, and he didn't end up going to HBCU, but he went to a school that had a bigger black population than where we were, grew up in. And he kind of found comfort that way. Um, mm-hmm. So now he's more comfortable like now he don't care Mm -hmm. but it was that Mm -hmm. real and I don't want to say fear but that's the only word that's coming to my mind real fear I'm thinking like anxiety it's It's an anxiety yeah it's an anxiety thing it's not like you it's not fear it's not afraid of black people no yeah yeah I'm repulsed by the thought of you know like conversing with other black people it's not that it's like it's not a phobia but it's more so like yeah i'm I'm super anxious because i feel like i'm not gonna measure up yeah measure up exactly and then when I got to one of my friends that I met in high school, uh, doing high school theater, <laughs> she was like, 
we had gone to the same middle school. We were in the same grade. And she was literally like, I wanted to be your friend for so many years, but I didn't know how to talk to you. And I was like, you could have walked up and said, hi. Like, I'm just, I was so confused. And she said, no, but because like, I was super whitewashed back then. And I really thought, oof, and she oof. said it, like she kind of just meant, like admitted it. She's like, I was super like, I didn't know who I was. And like, I, I really was unsure of myself and my blackness and my identity and everything. She goes, I kind of still am, but I have the courage now to come up and talk to you. And I was like, can you, ex can you tell me why you didn't come and talk to me? <laughs> like, did I seem some way? And she literally said, like, you scared me. Like, you were intimidating. Mm -hmm, and I was like, what mm -hmm, was, mm -hmm, what was mm -hmm. scary about me intimidating? She said, nothing you did. You were a very nice person. But I didn't think that you would want to talk to me. I didn't think that you were going to like me because of how, in her words, I'm not calling her this. She said this, how whitewashed I was. And that is the truth of what that girl on the TikTok was talking about. That I feel like people, if you don't come from that experience, you're not going to get it. Get because it. it's it's so nuanced and unique <laughs> like <laughs> it really is i cannot stress this enough it really is <laughs> and it really does mess you up <laughs> doesn't it <laughs> <laughs> like i'm laughing but man laughing to keep from crying friend <laughs> right the hours i probably spent just like thinking about it psychoanalyzing myself mm -hmm. and like trying to figure out if my blackness is enough or if my blackness is I'm doing it the right way or am I expressing it the right way like the, the time that I've spent comparing myself and all sorts of things um in regards to my blackness is just some time I'll never get back it's just it was just so much and it just got so much more intense when I had to you know I don't want to say the word perform but like <laughs> <laughs> when I I it felt like a performance at times like I wasn't being fake it was just that I was very aware about how I was acting mm -hmm. and how I was like conversing with that person because I wanted to display myself as not only, you know, Ambry, but Ambry the black girl, the, you know, <laughs> Ambry the black Ambry. girl, <laughs> black Ambry. When I, talk, when I was conversing with my other black yeah. friends, especially when I first met them, because you don't really kind of lose that um, that desire once get you to know people. get to know them mm -hmm. and yeah but when you first meet them that's that was there when I was a kid and that was weird and I do have a specific instance um where this kind of this thought process came to play and my friend was talking to me about it so um it was during the college admission process when I was a senior and we were basically talking about the colleges that we would and would not apply to and I remember one of my friends she was mixed and she was talking to me because I had applied to an HBCU. Um, and she, first of all, she didn't know what it was. And I was like, okay. Well, she's mixed with black, by the way. She's okay. yeah, black mixed. Um, <laughs> and she didn't know what it was. So I was like, I explained to her. I understand. Like some people genuinely don't Especially know what, where so we're what from. black colleges are. Yeah. yeah, exactly where we're from. So I wasn't, I wasn't um, kind of alarmed by that. But then she was like, well, if, if I go on that campus, I feel like they would hate me. Mm. And I was like, what? why would you think that? And then she continued to explain like, well, I'm, I'm mixed. Like I'm black, but I have a white father who I love. And, you know, and I'm wow. like, it, with that, it was tough. It was real tough. Cause I don't, at the time, I really don't remember my response, but I remember being shocked because her, her discomfort came from the fact that she thought black people were going to be repulsed by her, by her or just her identity yeah. by her existence and like and be angry that her dad is white and so I was like lord but that just that also just like highlights the lack of interaction between people of color in 
white areas with people outside yeah, of that exactly for you to even have that fear and like the thing is when you said that it wasn't even crazy to me i was like yeah i get that man like mm. because mm. it's an understandable fear because i've lived that experience well i'm i haven't lived the mixed experience but i've lived the i don't know how i'm going to be perceived by black people even though i'm black, black. People. Right. um and that was it was just so sad it was just so sad because what do you say to that because it's, it's not like she doesn't she doesn't have hate towards black people it wasn't coming from a place of like i am so fearful that they're gonna you know bring out the pitchforks and you know chase me down it wasn't that it was her genuinely fearing that she wouldn't be just just accepted or welcomed or not having the experience enough with other black people and specifically black women because yeah. again i was applying to spellman so like it was we were talking about black women specifically so she didn't have enough experience with other black women to understand that nobody cares truly (laughs) and that's the other thing like nobody cares i think it's and it goes back to that like how you think of yourself more than anyone else thinks about you type thing that also exacerbates why this is a problem because we're like oh how are they viewing me blah 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 blah. and some people are doing that but the most people just don't care and they're thinking about themselves right they don't care care, but i'd like like to highlight that even though you and I became more comfortable with it as we got older, I like that I had the story about my brother, you had the story about your friend, because Mm -hmm. it's not like this goes away with age, it goes away with experience. Experience, exactly. You're not going to, if someone's uncomfortable, if a Black person's uncomfortable about themselves around other Black people, it's not going to magically go away when they turn 30 if they've never put themselves in the situation to interact with other Black Mm -hmm. people. It's only going to change when they build up experience to know that it's not like no one cares. Like, like, you know, like no one really cares. And the people that (laughs) do care aren't the people that you need to be around. Yeah, they're not for you. If if other Black people are trying to measure your Blackness, like, you know, there's always like poking fun jokes, like, girl, you don't like, I don't know, Frank Ocean, girl, you don't like da 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 da. Like, you know, that's, that's just like poking fun, like, okay. But there's some people who are, who might genuinely like view you as less black depending on the circumstances that you were raised in. And like you said, like those people just aren't meant to be around you. You know, you can't take that too seriously. And those aren't all black people, um, those are them. <laughs> those are them. Like, those are the minority of the minority. <laughs> <laughs> they are to themselves if that's how they want to measure blackness that's how they want to measure blackness and that is not you know uh, that's not your fault in the slightest yeah i would say i have nothing else to say that world (laughs) sent me i'm (laughs) crying oh my gosh thank you guys for listening to this week's episode uh if you want to follow us on instagram to keep up with any updates of new merch or new episodes posting, you can follow us at getintoit underscore podcast. You can leave us a voice message with our anchor using the description in this episode. We got the nicest um, voice message the other day. And like, I just wanted, <laughs> we actually do listen to them. Even if we're not able to get back to all of them, we do listen to them. And it, it really makes us smile and it warms our hearts. So thank you to the person that sent right. that. Um, and thank you for all who are going to send us one now. If you want to leave us a review on apple podcasts or on google podcasts please do so it helps us a lot rate us with five stars um and yeah bye (laughs) bye